niggas teaming up to stop us. Probably gonna get their coat check. I don't think you should follow up. I don't think you should follow Shout up. out my people loud and follow up. Walk off the scene, but know that we still counting up. It's gonna be stomach aches for people that was doubting us. Follow, follow up podcast. Follow up podcast. It, 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 I'll probably take him. Brand new. Brand new. Old Jack exclusive. So, but I ain't doing no chasing. Private location. I just put the safe in. Came from with cops, cause my family was taken. I think two races, they took all my favorites. I try not to think about it, cause I hate it. I've been feeling so ain't it, so ain't it, so ain't it. Tryna leave the bottom, I've been feeling so ain't it. Tryna leave the bottom, I've been feeling so ain't it. Young nigga from the trenches, songs I feel like I made it. These niggas they be switching, yeah these niggas they changing. Ride down the block, but when that car shit get dangerous, you know the jail where I'm from, the crackers gon' hang up. Bitch, I come from nothing, all I know is game banking. Fuck the fans. They labeled us a gang, what the fuck was they thinking? Now, hope one day they make it home, I'm getting tired of waiting. And when they do, we back to it, none they changing. Cut off a couple niggas, they done turned into slavers. Cut off a couple niggas, they done turned into slavers. So, good I ain't doing no chasing. Private location, I just put the safe in. Came from with cops, cause my family was taken. I think two races, they took all my favorites. I try not to think about it, cause I hate it. you guys just heard was Looney Ray featuring I want to say OPG or OPG it's a weird spelling but I just heard that song No Chasing the video is out now on the Solo Visions uh, YouTube channel make sure y'all go fuck with that I fuck with that song man I fuck with the video that's definitely a summer bop to it um, when I got tagged in the video on Facebook I told Looney that uh I think that's the one to push. You know what I'm saying? I definitely like the beat, the sound, the flow, the cadence. It ain't overdoing it. It's not it's not a lot of whining on there. Um and the video, you know, just makes the song even better. So make sure y'all go fuck with that. Um, like I said, solo vision. I believe, let me check real quick. I wanna say that song is available on all streaming platforms. But real quick, let me double check before I tell y'all something wrong. If it's not, it need to be. 
definitely need to be for sure because that definitely is um, one of the best songs that Looney has put out. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, that song is not available on streaming platforms yet, but it is available on YouTube. I'm sure he'll put that up there very, very soon. Um, Looney's been bubbling, man. He's definitely been making a lot of noise in 2019. So, you know, I will be having a update on the credentials and, um, for the credentials for the top 10 list too. We will be doing that. I want to say that last week. Of August, I got vac- I got ten days of vacation, so I'm gonna be using each day to really pick up where I've been slacking at this year. So we're gonna put a lot of content out for sure. But the top ten credentials will be out right there. But shout out to Looney and uh, Opie for this song right here. No chasing. Next up, this artist right here. It's been a long time, man, since since we heard from Kyle Lavish and. uh He's back with vengeance, man. He's definitely putting out some content now. Got a music video. He got a lot of things. He's moving. And um, me personally, being somebody I grew up with and really started this music journey with, I'm happy to see him back making music, man. He was number two on the top ten list a couple years ago. I'm happy to see Kyle Lavish back out here. So we're going to go ahead and get into his song. Uh, called Henny Vibes. So make sure y'all go check that out as well. Kyle Lavish, Henny Vibes. We'll talk more after this. New follow-up content. I know you're going to dig this. Wake up, backward, red beds. I'm too late, too up, go ahead. Good vibe, I swear I'm too late. Great drinks, that good weed. Drunk in love, I love that in a sweet. Relax, baby, don't sweet. Live like this girl gon' fuck with me. Wake up, blow it up. Tonight, we gon' fuck it up. MJ, I swear I'm too glad. Too much drink. Break it down, I told her roll it up Too late, like where my bed Me and you, handy that my shit Wake up, double up Burn one K, I ain't spent enough LJ, I swear I'm too close And I see, I ain't spent enough Green tray, that good Drunk in love, I love that Hennessy Relax, baby, don't tweet Live like, this girl gon' fuck with me Wake up, fuck it up Tonight, we gon' fuck it up MJ, I swear I'm too close Too much strength, I ain't picking up And he got me faded I swear that they got me wasted. Follow up podcast. Follow up. 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 Follow
That's definitely a vibe right there. Um, it's smooth. Um, I like what I like this delivery on that track right there. It's a different style than what um I'm accustomed from seeing him from him. It's been a couple years, of course. Everyone does change. Um, but last time I talked to him, you know, this definitely was the direction he was trying to take his music with it, trying to develop his own sound. It's definitely something that we don't have in Peoria, so I'm very, very happy to see Kyle Lavish active in the music, for sure. And um, I like what he's doing on this track, Henny Vibes. The video also is dope, and it's creative. Got some nice-looking ladies in there as well. Shouts out to Kyle Lavish with that as well. Hopefully, he did drop another song. This song is available on YouTube with the video under Kyle Lavish. That's K-Y-L-E, Lavish, all caps, L-A-V-I-S-H. Um, real quick, let me double check to see if that's available. I know it's on SoundCloud. Um, I don't know the direction. I don't know the di- no, it's not available on streaming yet. I don't know the direction he's going to be taking his music as far as his rollout. Is he going to just be attacking streaming, or is he going to build it f- his foundation organically through the SoundCloud ranks? Me personally, I would encourage him to go ahead and put that stuff on streaming and SoundCloud is kind of an afterthought. And everybody at this point in time either has Spotify, Apple Music or Tidal or Google Play. Someone has one of those and that's the avenue you should go to as well as at YouTube, which he does have YouTube as well. So shouts out to Kyle Lavish for that. Next up, you know, I, I love this first 15, you know, 20 minutes of my podcast where I'm showcasing a couple songs from local talent that a lot of people might not have heard yet that are just recently came out. So we just shed light on the local scene for sure. Um, Tapawalo has returned to drop a music and I'm very, very ecstatic for him. You know what I'm saying? He dropped a song earlier this year called Silence, which was dope as well. But this song to me, um, I did text him and tell him this. I told him this song, Trying, to me, is the best song he has put out yet to date. And um, it's definitely dope. It's definitely going to be on the radio tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to go ahead and get into this new type of wild joint called Trying. So make sure y'all keep it locked. It is available on all streaming platforms as well, but we'll talk about that after this. Follow a podcast. Follow a podcast. Follow. Them other niggas gon' say that they love you, but they lie. They lie. And you can't see your work one just by looking in the eye. I flip right out the district just to come back with a lie. Don't know 
that don't tell me about your click or black I still got the illest tie, the same one that the killers got I put 20 in the car, hit the finest then the spot Cook my yams up with some skittle, want my chicken in the crack My whole side so villa fat, no matter how we feel inside Told my homie move to Texas, money here won't get you back Bitch, I'm about to move, I too can't stop it, no, I feel a blast Don't you trip, I'll be right back with money for the gas Let's still sing like Backstreet Harmony start stacking When you love a crap for you Sympathy be lacking Don't do disrespect I address the matter I'm a man before it all And got legacy after uh. When I leave a floor Wrestling, I know Summertime, it really felt like I was keeping score No more living, but the way we live La vida low I put stack in it, oh yeah New follow up content. I know you see you gonna dig this. <laughs> Forms. You know, I only rock with title. Um, like I said, man, to me, that's his best song. I like, I just like the pace of it. The energy was there. The story was there. Um, one thing about Tapper that I like right now is his writing process is continuing to improve constantly. You know, his hook game has always been there. The sound, the production is always there. Shout out to Ill Sounds and oh, um, Oliver, for those who don't know, of the Bravos. Um, I think all those aspects of his music, the artistry has always been there. Um, And I just like the content, the direction that he's moving with everything that he's been putting out. The one thing for sure that I would like to see him do, man, is get some visuals out. You know, he put a whole project out um, called May um, a while back, man. He didn't put a video out for it. I don't. Convo was part of the 3-0 series. So I would like to see him attack that. It's August we got a couple months. It ain't even about top 10. It's just, I think with his talent, visuals matter in 2019. So I definitely think he needs to deliver in that in that aspect of things. But shout out to everybody who got their music played today. Definitely one of the highlights of the podcast for sure. Um, but real quick, before we get into the rundown of everything, I do got a lot of things I wanted to talk about. Um, 
real quick, I need to apologize for all the listeners, supporters, everyone who fuck with the podcast. I got to apologize to y'all. It has been over a month, almost a month, if not a month, since last time I put a podcast out. This year has been a tough year as far as consistency, you know, due to work and, you know, me depending on others to be available to do the podcast you know I was trying this year was I was trying to have not a lot of guests just because I want to build up a catalog of me and my co-host so I could present that to advertisements as well as other people who do podcasts when I do travel in a couple weeks so I was trying to do that and uh, it just didn't go as planned which does happen in the long run you know you want to hear God laugh tell him what you got planned so things do happen but I promise from here on out at this point on from where it was August something from here on out for the rest of the year, man, we're going to make sure we get content every week, whether it's one podcast or even multiple podcasts. But I'm going to be applying a lot of pressure down the stretch. Um, I want to build that buzz up and build that momentum up. So when top 10 comes around, it's time to take that over, um, which I'll get into some local topics down the stretch of this podcast that I want to address um, later. But real quick, let's get to this album talk, man. Um, it's been a minute, but Big Crit dropped his album. I just wanted to talk about that real quick. I don't know if people really paid attention to what Big Crit just dropped, but he, you know what I'm saying, definitely delivered with Crit is here. To me, forever is a mighty long time. You can argue that's a better album, but I like Critics here more. I can't I can't hold you, man. He has he covers all aspects on this project. 19 tracks. You can argue it's a double album. Um the album, I want to say it was almost an hour long. But you can argue, man, with Critics here, the intro just starts off. He with addiction, Lil Wayne and Sweetie. Um, obvious or Rico Love is fire. You know, me, my favorite song, probably one of my favorite songs out right now is Prove It featuring J. Cole. That's phenomenal. Um, you know what I'm saying? The Mississippi is phenomenal as well. Blue Fame Ballad, I like that too. Learn from Texas, I like that too. But that's an album where when you're talking top five, top ten albums of 2019, you have to deliver with that project right there. There's no way you can ignore what Big Crit is doing on that album as well. So make sure y'all go check that out. Next, YB and Corday with his album, Lost Boy. Um, this ain't no slight to him, but when I heard this whole project, I heard J. Cole from start to finish, which is a good compliment for a guy who I believe probably looks up to Cole. Cole even produced one of the tracks on there featuring Anderson Pack. But it's definitely a dope album. I like I like Obviously, he's a lyricist, you know what I'm saying, and things of that nature. But I want to see him make songs because he doesn't put out a lot of music. Um, well, hasn't put out a lot of music by himself. And he's completely different from everyone else on YBN. But when you hear Wintertime, Sweet Lord, obviously. Um, I mean, Have Mercy, excuse me, with the rapping on there. But when you hear RPM, A Thousand Words. Way Back Home is my favorite pro- song on the project right there. But Nightmares Are Real, Family Matters, We Gonna Make It, Lost and Found. All those songs, bro, just phenomenal, man. I listened to this whole album front to back um, 
last week, and it was just very, very dope. Um, it's definitely in that album, top 10 albums of 2019, man. And that's saying a lot. The dude's like 19 or 20 or something like that, and he's putting out a project like that. Um, I think it only sold like 30,000, but that's dope for someone. Not He's not heavy push, heavily pushed like that, anything of that nature. Uh, Chance the Rapper. I think Chance missed his, his time. He dropped uh, a big day. I'm going to keep it 100, man. That's elevator music. I wasn't impressed at all. Um, it's just like elementary music. I don't know. I'm in a different place when it comes to music. Like, I like to hear that talk. I like to hear. I'm only 24, but it, so- it sounded like I was listening to a 10-year-old. Like, it was just a whole bunch of nothing. You know what I mean? It was. He had a, he had a couple of dope verses on there. Um, I could run through the track list. Um, Meg the Stallion was on there. The baby was on. There. Matter of fact, let me just run through the. I don't want to discredit it like that. Let me. Let me really break down and run through um, some of the songs. Um, just real quick, I'm just gonna. I'm. It's it's like 22 songs. I'm not talking about 22. The songs that I liked from here was um, the song that made me extremely mad was a day long and hot shower. Once I heard I shower, it pissed me off and I just didn't want to listen to it. But I just wanted to keep my word and listen to the whole thing. Mind you, I'm a Chance the Rapper fan since Acid Rap. I know that's not his first project, but I'm not one of these fake dudes that say, oh, I was there from the beginning. No, Kyle Lavish put me on Acid Rap with favorite song featuring Childish Gambino. And that was the first time I heard Chance. And I've been I've liked him ever since I was a fan of Surf. I loved Coloring Book. I hate this album. But anyway, continue. I like Handsome. Handsome is my favorite song on the project, for sure. Um, y'all know I don't like Gucci like that, but I like Big Fish. Slide Around was dope. That's it. Everything else, I was, I wasn't, this was literally a Russell Westbrook type project, you know, where he shoot three, he shoot, he get a whole bunch of assists. He got a lot of features on here. You know what I mean? He gave you 22 points. That's 22 songs. But the nigga shot three for seven. The nigga shot three for 22. Like, it just wasn't impressive at all for me. Um, and and it's only, it only sold 119,000 copies, which shocked me only because of how big he is. This oh. is his, I think his momentum was last year, man. Or maybe even the year before that, man. Whenever Coloring Book came out, I think he should have capitalized. And I think now... It just is what it is when he dropped it. It made some noise, but I don't, I wasn't too impressed with it. And, and uh, from what I saw on Twitter, I know Twitter hates everything, but from what I saw, a lot of people really wasn't rocking with it. Too tough either, but it is what it is. But next up, since the inconsistencies and all that things, I'm doing this real quick, but we got to talk about that Revenge of the Dreams 3 album. We can't go without talking about that. It's something. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. one of my favorite songs from the project. Mm. Just, just listen to the vibe. Chase the money, chase the money. Mm. 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 Don't smoke. I want it too. Roses is red, diamonds are blue, pockets is green. Permanent hue. 
get work like a summons is due. Just made a meal, I counted it once. I think I go spread it around in the slums. Two six bar, that where I'm from. And we get used to the sound of the throws. Always right now, sunset. I must get a crib in LA. Fuck a nigga finna tell me. Catch a slip of Can't tell me that song ain't heat. Chopper make God flinch. Can't tell me that, man. I ain't even finna do y'all like that. Let me turn this off. Can't even do it like that. But man, Revenge of the Dreamers 3 is fire. I'm just gonna keep it 100 with you. Um, Obviously, that the, the standout to me is Cole. Every song Cole was on was phenomenal. Sacrifices is the best verse on the project. Under the Sun is one of the greatest intros of the past five years. I'm just gonna keep it a thousand with you. Shout out to Luke. Shout out to the baby who came with it as well. I like what Boz did. I like what JID did. All the mother niggas didn't really care for. I'm just gonna be honest. But the, it is a method to the madness of it. J. Cole. That project got a lot of guys, a number one song, a number one, a billboard plaque, a, a gold album. The album is gold now. Um, it got a lot of people noticed, a lot of notoriety, a lot of producers, a lot of artists who probably people weren't even going to ever take serious, took serious on there. Wells Fargo is definitely a good interlude as well. Um, I, I definitely enjoy Revenge of the Dreamers. You know, I would love Vante to be here to do dialogue and go back and back tr- through tracks, but... We'll say that for another episode. Me and Vontae will be linking up into this week. So you're going to get two episodes this week just for the apologies. And we're going to dive into a topic on that as well. But I like what Revenge of the Dreamers did right there. Um, Even though it's, it's a little bit, it's a couple weeks back. But definitely, I'm not going to say it's a top 10 album. I don't think it's a top 10 album, but it does have a lot of dope songs on there. Um, It was a number one album, though. On Billboard, which is testament just to Cole's name alone and what he's building with Dreamville. The only critique I have with the project, and it takes a lot of selflessness to allow that many people to be on a project. I wanted to hear just Dreamville. I'm just gonna come clean. Um, I I don't feel Earth Gang is big enough to the point where you can have all these people on the tracks. I think. Having this many artists, different styles, a lot of unknown rappers, overshadowed Dreamville. And not in a a way where those artists are bigger, it's just so many people. It's a lot of people in the general public who just love music, who aren't Dreamville fans, diehard fans like I am, who don't know these guys yet, who don't know who Kaz is yet, even though... You know what I'm saying? He gave you cause and effect. They don't really know who he is. They don't know who Earth Gang is yet. Um, they know who Boz is. They don't really... They know who Omen is, but Omen ain't really super active like that. They don't really know who he is. They know who J.I.D. is, Jid. They know who Ari Lennox is because she dropped a phenomenal album earlier this year. But I felt like it should have gave a couple features to a couple songs, but I, I feel like... This album should have It would have been more impactful If Dreamville would have dropped Just Dreamville And they got a number one album And it went gold already That I think that would have been A better feel To it But the method to the madness That I took was Obviously I watched a documentary I think Cole had a lot of heavy hitters Pulling up And doing songs I believe Kendrick Lamar and Cole Got a song There's no Kendrick Lamar didn't pop up Just to listen to the project And then gave them a little mini hook for Under the Sun. I think he definitely, him and Cole definitely recorded something for Cole or Kendrick's album. But I think Cole's next album, he's going to have heavy hitters on there. We're going to see him spar 
with the Kings. And he is a king as well. You know what I'm saying? You saw Big Crit pull up in the documentary. Big Crit wasn't on uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. But Cole was on his album that dropped a week or two weeks later. You came to, and I believe they recorded that verse when Big Chris showed up to the Revenge of the Dreamers 3 sessions. I believe J. Cole and Rick Ross got some music done. I don't think Rick Ross was just there just to hang out and kick it, which he could have been. But I think Rick Ross is on J. Cole's album. I also think J. Cole is on um, Rick Ross' album that drops Friday. Um, the track list is out, but there is one song on there, Maybach Music 6 or 5 or 4, something like that. That song doesn't have it. I believe Pusha T, Lil Wayne, J. Cole is on that song. I'm just keep it 100 with you. I believe J. Cole and T.I. has some music done as well. I believe J. Cole and Meek Mill has some music done as well. We're It's going to be interesting to see what J. Cole puts out for his next project. It's going to be interesting to see all these other artists, what they put out. If J. Cole's going to be featured on those projects, which I do believe he will be. I do believe him and Drake got something for Drake's project and his project. Um, So hopefully the three kings, they do what we didn't get to see, unfortunately, in the 2000s. We didn't get to see 50 Cent, Ja Rule, Jay-Z, DMX. We didn't get to see those collabs. You know what I'm saying? We... When they were elite kings, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the main things that I'm moving into now. You know, when you look at NBA, we didn't get to see Wade and LeBron go up against each other in the playoffs. We didn't get to see LeBron and Kobe go up against each other in the playoffs. Wade and Kobe, you know what I'm saying, go up against each other in the playoffs. We didn't get to see that. And the reason why I use those three is because at one point in time, those were the top three guards in the league. Um... We didn't get to see KD and LeBron go at it when they had their own teams. When KD had his team, which was OKC, and LeBron had the Cavs. Um, we we don't get to really see those, those. You know what I'm saying? We we, we in football we got to see Peyton Manning and Tom Brady go head to head. But when it comes to basketball, or just let's just stick to music, we didn't get to, we haven't saw Kendrick, Drake, and Cole. Do music together yet And I'm talking about When they're Kendrick, Drake, and Cole I'm not talking about early on With In the Morning Jodeci Freestyle Poetic Justice Forbidden Fruit I'm not talking about that 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 shit I'm talking about When we really We looking at those three As the top three Of the next generation I'm talking about That type of shit We have yet to see Those guys do it We got a teaser with Jeezy when he had Cole on the track, but Kendrick didn't give us a verse. We haven't heard Drake and Cole in forever. We haven't heard Drake and Kendrick in forever. I want to see those three intertwine with each other. It's the same in boxing, you know what I'm saying? When you got Dante Wilder moving the way he's moving, Anthony Joshua moving the way he's moving, Tyson Fury. And Dante Wilder wants to fight everybody. Then you got Andy Ruiz popping up, which is, I would say is considered Big Sean, who's starting to come back. And deliver for us But that's To me that's really Meek Mill's slot I think Meek Mill Is fourth right now I haven't heard Cole and Meek I haven't heard Meek and Kendrick We heard Meek and Drake But it's a friendly thing It ain't like sparring I want to hear Those guys Be lyrical And bring it On the rapping side To show who's The best rapper And I don't think we, We haven't got that yet And Kendrick, Cole And Drake They're all 10 plus 
they're all 10 years in the game at this point. And for you to be 10 years in, I think everybody's seasoned enough. And all of them have done songs with Hove. Cole, nice watch. It's probably the weakest out of everyone. But you got Jay, you got Jay-Z on Summer Pools delivering A1, making Kendrick rap. You know what I'm saying? You got Pound Cake and a few others with, with uh, Drake, but making Drake rap. So one my biggest critique with Cole is is that. But as far as him rapping rapping, he's on songs with J Rock showing it. He's on the song with Royce, not playing no games. He gave an A1 verse to um uh, 21 Savage. He's rapping on these tracks. You look at Drake, Drake has is not going up against anybody. Like when he's doing features, he ain't on a song with a dude who can tear his head off if he don't come correct. He ain't on he's not doing songs with those type of artists. He's doing songs with Travis Scott. You know, Meek Mill could tear his head up, but they're that's a fun record. They're doing fun records. You know, game. It was a fun record. I wanna see Drake get into that four PM, six AM in New York. I wanna see him get into that four PM Calabasas vibe. I need to see that on a song with another heavy hitter, like a Drake. I mean, a J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. If you pay attention to his last project, his his most recent projects, we're not seeing him deliver those type of songs with those type of artists. We're seeing them by himself as well. So him and Cole are kind of in that same boat. I don't know what it is with. And I would love to interview one of somebody or someone break it down, but I don't wanna know what it is with the heavy hitters, why they won't work with each other and convey that type of lyricism. You know, we just heard Kendrick Lamar last year on Mona Lisa, or earlier this year, one of the two, on Mona Lisa with Lil Wayne. He delivered an A1 verse. That's what we need to see with the Three Kings. So that's... That's what I'm hoping to see this year at some point in time on one of their projects. I believe Kendrick is cooking up as well. But, um, yeah, shouts out to those guys, man. And that Three Kings topic, I'll have, we'll talk about that on Friday as well. I want to get Fonte's take for that as well. But real quick, man, we just we know what Friday is. Port of Miami 2 and Rick Ross. Act the Fool was very shaky. I was a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? He dropped a song with Swiss, forgot the name of it. It's fire. It's that classic, classic vibe. I was impressed. But then it went to another level. Yeah. I'm home now. It's over now. Follow up. Yeah. She got a thing for Chanel vintage that drop before she can speak English. Do you love me and love seeking attention? I mean, which one is it? Mm. You keep calling me a twin, but twins ain't this different. If you ain't Mentally, heard this yet, I'm already on Lord next Rose, year. That's Rick some 2020 Ross, clear vision. Just saying, let you finish. I ain't trying to hear it. The I'm off of spiritual lifting, but I don't fly spirit. I'm off of finding happiness, but down to die serious. All smiles, Kevin Durant trials. Had to blow it on a court, I must have blew a milli. I'm walking on all charges, that's my new Achilles. I know they love to rock the check, but who gonna do it really? Really? And this was a trade off. Money on the grave, gold rose, which one better? I don't know. Ten years in and y'all yet to hear my most impressive verses. 
paid the cost to be the boss wasn't even my most expensive purchase Trust when I say I'm never on the shit they assuming I'm on. Mm. Tales about me are like Coritos and Coolia Khan. Sashimi from Saito, you know that man too. Well Postcard play from verse. Grace Bay, sending my distant regards. Right here. Vision wasn't mine, told my niggas the vision was mm. ours. Still a part of Shorty, even if we've been living apart. Rocks will do you filthy for me soon as I give him the nod. Meaning he'll blast for me like putting a six with the guard. Hop on the float and show the city the one they appointed. The one that's rebuilding schools and feeding the homeless Hang with my niggas, but sometimes I be trying to avoid it Cause they'll get to popping out of place like they double jointed Goals was the top of the pyramid in this shitty world I gotta get the most of everything as the axis on which it's sitting twirls Point blank period like a city girl I'm telling you. And then I'll bring it back to 50 Listen world to this. Hey. Mm. Whoa. You made me this way Before I'm gone out of this place yeah. Put some flowers in my face, won't you? Let me know that I did okay. Don't wait till some other day, no, no. They let her wait till it's too late. Too late. I can't even play the whole song, but I just wanted to give y'all that. Can't even get a whole song. But that's the energy. See, I don't know what it is, but just right now, at the point of my life, that's the type of vibe I want. Like, I. I like the struggle rap. I like the flossing. I like to talk to him. I like the growth. That's why Chance album just wasn't for me currently. Maybe when I was 16, that's my vibe. But it's 24. I need that. I need that Ross album. Besides Act of Fool. Throw that song in the tr- It sucks that's the intro of the album. But this is the outro to Golden... The Golden Rose is the outro to Port of Miami too. So I can already... Just pinpoint exactly where I'm going to be. That second half of the album is for me. That's the energy I need right there. Ross talking this shit in his bag. Drake gives Ross a phenomenal verse. He ain't wasting no... This is what I'm talking about. When I mean that Three Kings shit, I need this type of verse. When he rapping with Cole and Kendrick and Big Sean and Meek Mill. I need that. I don't need that play play shit. And that, that 32, maybe even 48... That was heat. You know what I'm saying? So, shouts out to them for that, man. I'm very, very excited for that Port of Miami album. Then you got Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? Delivering with Overtime. He's still off beat half the time, but other than that, it's, it's a dope track. Um, single Again. I didn't like Single single Again. Um, I'm trying to figure out what, what Big Sean's angle is. I know he wanted to, he was broke, so that's the only way he can grow and build himself back up. And he's he was in love. He look he's he's a positive guy now. He's battling a lot of things, but I need to see where his mindset is. Is he trying to compete or is he just trying to let everybody know he can look in the mirror and smile again? I need to see that energy, that hunger, that aggression, that dark skies paradise rapping ability. He showed a little bit of on overtime, but it just wasn't enough. Single again was very cheesy and corny, which is fine. Big Sean's a cheesy, corny kind of guy. Um, so we'll see what happens when it comes to him, but I think we'll get a Big Sean album before 2019 is over, which is great to put him right back in that, in that mode, you know what I'm saying, with the guys, because at one point in time, man, to me, just me, just me personally, it was J. Cole, it was Kendrick 1, Cole 2, Drake 3, Big Sean 4, Meek Mill 5, Wale 6. That was my top six at one point in time. I'm just going to keep it a 1,000 with you right now. If I had to 
put an order out is Cole one, Drake two, Kendrick three, only because Kendrick's not active. But if Kendrick was active, I would say he's one. I think he's a to me. J Cole's my favorite artist, but Kendrick is my second favorite. Besides, Hove is the is the greatest, but Kendrick is just a little bit better than J Cole in certain aspects. It's just certain things are the essence of hip hop. Of just the black cult, black music in general, Kendrick touches a little bit more pause than than J Cole does. But then I would go obviously Drake, Cole, Kendrick, whatever order you want to get those. And then Meek is four for me, clear as day. Like he's clear cut four. No conversation about it whatsoever. I know a lot of people. Some people try to throw Travis Scott in there. Get it out of there. That was an album of instrumentals, and I'm not I'm not gonna rock with it. That's my top four right there. And then Big Crit. Big Crit is in my top five. Current. That's my top five. Easy. Whoever your top five is, I go to war with that top five. Easy money. J-Rock is my seven. And Wale is my eight. I love what Wale does. You know, that song Chill was phenomenal. Definitely a hit. I love what he does. Um, But it's going to be interesting. We got a lot of more mainstream topics. I'm going to hold off. On those for Friday, I mean for Thursday, excuse me. So we'll be also we'll be recording before Port of Miami two comes out, which sucks because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast, but I may put an insert insert of it for Friday or something like that. I don't know, but now let's get into these local topics, man. Um, you know, I, I sit back. I was supposed to go live not too long ago to talk about some local things, and I just chilled out from that point, but. Real quick, man, let's go ahead and get into this shit. Um, the state of local hip-hop, to me, Corey's opinion, Kojak's opinion, um, I think right now we're kind of scattered. Um, it's a lot of new faces that are making noise right now. Looney Ray is a new face that's making noise. Royal Surge is making f- noise. One of the best projects to drop this year. Um, I like the energy of those two cats right there. Um, there's some people who was rapping four years ago who ain't made it, who ain't made a peep all year, or just didn't have that same ump to him. Like a lucky ass dude, didn't have that same ump when he dropped. Um, which Slugger talked about, um, that he his new shit is phenomenal, and he's just in a different place, and he's really rapping. So I can respect that. Um, basically, when it comes to this music shit in Peoria, um. You got to know when it's time for you to make your move and your run and not oversaturate yourself. But also, you want to stay in people's face. You want people to care. You want to get the attention of others. Um, and the the more talented artists, I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know if it's an ego thing or it's just bad advice, but the more talented artists those are the ones who will consider themselves and not having the clout. And the ones who are not dope, those are the ones you would consider have the clout. But I look at an artist like Black Efron, I think Black Efron doesn't do enough promoting as much as, as much as he makes statuses saying he's the best and he's he's this, that, and the third. Just wait. He does a lot of those. The music is there because he does make dope music. I just don't think the city gives a fuck yet. Which is the issue I don't know if it's I don't even think it's him It's just a It's just a disconnect Between the city And his music For some odd reason 
it just doesn't connect the same way that Rocky Liddell, when he drops, people pay attention. When Gizzy Jones drops, people pay attention. And I don't know if he's in a, if he's in a if he's boxed into a certain situation where he's not moving a certain type of way. But he's one of the most talented artists in the city, and I just feel like he's is a disconnect when it comes to his music for some reason. But um, I ain't want to really name a hell of names. Those are just people I know who who don't have an issue with me saying shit. You know, I like to save my shit for top ten. But um, the state of local hip hop is is in a weird space. One moment I feel like we're we're improving, and the next minute it's a step back. Um. Which does make sense, you know. So people who were, who were very active a year ago won't be as active the following year. Drizzy, um, we ain't heard from Drizzy in a minute. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been a minute. Passport Lewis, he popped out with a song here and there. Um, real lives do happen. It's happy to see guys like Kyle Lavish back and revamped, moving around. Uh, Bucks is a new artist that's going to eventually continue to grow. He's going to continue to grow, but videos are something key. You know what I mean? Um, Shayla Ali, the content is is decent enough to where she's making some noise. You know what I'm saying? She's, I think she's dope, but we we don't know what she look like. We, we ain't no videos. And at this point, if you've been rapping, if I mean, if you just start rapping yesterday and you ain't got no videos, that's fine. But if you've been rapping, you've been making music, and you've been creating the video when you do drop some type of videos have to come out with that as well audio is not going to be enough trust me you're talking to somebody who who has lacked in the visual department of his podcast audio is not going to cut it in 2019 audio is very convenient when you're moving around when you're running working out on your way to work at work moving or playing 2k whatever you do and you can't look at your phone Audio always prevails in that category, but to the industry, visuals matter because your image can go a long way. You know what I'm saying? Your your image can can help you a lot, especially with the creative control of the music and the videos and things of that nature. So, I I don't I want people to understand audio is not gonna make or break your career. But it's going to break it more than it's going to make it if no one knows what you look like and if nothing on YouTube matters but the audio. Um, so that's one thing I think we lacking in the city right now. I think a lot of people are moving in the direction of, you know, the streamer platforms, which all does make sense at this point in time. Everybody want to monetize from the music tip. But, I mean, we have one thing I will say about the Midwest in general, but really just focusing on Peoria because that's where I live and that's where I'm from. Every any aspect of music we have here, you know what I'm saying. Any type of crowd you could think of, we got it. Um, but what people have to understand when it comes to the crowd, you know, sometimes we categorize a certain artist where we're like, all right, you got the white crowd, you got the black crowd. That's not a diss to you. That's the type of music you're making. It's not going to affect certain. It's not going to reach a certain populace that's going to give a fuck about that style of music. They don't care. They want the street drug violence, turn up shit. They don't want that. That Wiz Khalifa lane type shit. And then vice versa. Some people going to want to hear bars. Some people going to want to hear the conscious shit. Some people going to want to hear 
beat and melody. Fuck what you talking about. Just does it sound good. And we, we cross over with that. I think female hip hop is lacking in the city bad right now. You know, Miss Prodigy is one of the one of the only ones in the city really doing it. And then if you are a female rapper and you ain't putting nothing out all year, um, I don't care about what you did a couple of years ago. I don't care. It was a fire ass cipher last year for female hip hop. No one capitalized off that motherfucker besides Miss Prodigy. She's the only one consistently doing something. Everybody else, they ain't putting shit out. And that go that that does bother me because it's like. With the eight, with where female hip hop is right now, females is getting on left and right. You got Melly, you got the City Girls, you got Meg The Stallion who's on fire right now. You got Cardi B, you still got Nicki Minaj, you got Tierra Whack, Days Loaf is on Big um, Rick Ross's album, Dreezy is making noise right here. She was on Revenge of the Dreamers. You know what I'm saying? Hers and trying to getting involved in some rap here and there. Ariana Lennox, you Ari Lennox, excuse me. And it's, it's a lot more, you know what I'm saying? Um, Kamaya. You know, that's like 11 motherfuckers I'm naming right there. You know what I'm saying? Trina, I think, put out an album not too long ago or put out a single. You know what I'm saying? You got um, Diamond and them from Crime Mom. They put out an EP not too long ago. Female hip-hop is in a special place right now. We're at, at this point in time, probably the first time in forever. Um, there could be more than one. And everyone has their own lane where they can be successful. You know, what Nicki Minaj and Cardi B went through, you don't see the city girls and Meg Thee Stallion going through that. You don't see that. They got kind of the hot the city girls summer, city girls and hot girls summer, all that shit. They ain't beefing. They not arguing over that shit. They just doing their thing. It's no more beef in female hip-hop right now, currently, at least above the scenes, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a, it's Cuban dolls, you know what I'm saying? China doll. It's a lot of them I'm missing, but you know what I mean? It's a lot of dope uh, female artists right now. But in the city, we lacking that. And I feel right now, if you're a female and you actually got some talent and you could rap, this is the time to actually do that shit because the industry is checking for female rap. So they need to be doing that. Also, one of the things in the city that, that, um, if you, you put out a lot of music, I don't mind saying names like 10K. 10K, you know what I'm saying? Let me just go through. I, I, I want to make sure I give everybody their credit for what they do. You know what I'm saying? 10K is one of the artists who who's very, very active when it comes to putting out albums. He put out No Regrets, July 19th, 2019. 38, 38 minutes, 15 tracks. Dope. And I'm happy he was he was supposed to put out another project the following week. I'm happy he didn't. I was praying he didn't because I feel like he needs to be pushing no regrets. I feel like you need to give people more time to digest this project and pick what they like. We didn't get a video off this project. At least I don't believe we have. And if we did, I apologize. I did not see it. But we didn't get a video off this project. So to put out another album right now or a mixtape or whatever you're calling it, I don't think that's smart. Not saying I understand you have a studio, you make music 24-7, you record 24-7, that's like your job. 
and you know a lot of the, the sound and you're responsible for a lot of the shit we see in the city but when it comes to just your music and the amount of music you actually putting on projects and features and the content and the production and all those things I want I just want to see him really push no regrets for the rest of the year and maybe give us four videos off this project because I mean he got some joints on here that's dope man I like broke I for I74 that's a that's ASAP we need a video for that with Rocky Liddell I think that's that's just dope tapped in is dope Colder, I love what Dutchy Dash and you did playing off each other on that song. It was definitely dope. Took my dog away from get with Gizzy Jones is dope. Bad Habits is dope. Talking to the Sky is dope. I want visuals for all of those. And I feel like you put out another project, which is going to inspire you to put out another project. And I believe you and King Finish are putting out a project. Put out another project. And it's dope kind it's dope songs on that project. We missed. That didn't get the push that they needed to benefit for them to be where I believe they would be. So to artists, that was just an example. But to me personally, with a lot of artists here, and I've said I've told a couple artists this, and they didn't. They obviously, they didn't listen to me. They don't have to listen to me. It's not like I'm in the industry. It's not like I made it. I'm a millionaire or anything like that. I'm just giving advice from all the shit that I be paying attention to and studying and how how the game moves. I think a lot of artists here. Who do have a lot of music Who who got a lot of great music Don't push the single route Don't just drop a song here and there Here and there Because you're not, you're not really engaging in that song You're not pushing that song If you're one of those people who You want to drop a song a month Then that means that whole month You need to be pushing that song until the next one A lot of people don't move like that So what I feel a lot of people need to do is follow what Drake's doing right now and some other artists. Put out a pack. Put out four songs at once. Just call it whatever you want to call it. Call it pack one. Four songs. Put that shit out. Push that shit. Push the project. So now, instead of you instead of you trying to spam us with one song for a whole month, you pushing a whole project that got four songs on it for a month. Choose, one song, choose two songs for a video. One song... Choose two songs for a video One of those songs that everyone fuck with Make a remix A lot of, That remix shit is dead in the city A lot of people ain't doing that To make that song a remix Throw a couple more rappers on there Do an interview Throw Take one of the songs for radio You know what I'm saying You got two videos So now You just, did, you just gave us a pack Right You gave us four songs Right Now you got two videos from a four song pack So now you can push those, those two videos For the next three weeks and then you know you ain't pushing them at the same time. So now you got three weeks for one video, three weeks for the next video. Then you got the one song that blew up. Now you do a remix for it. Not blew up local, mainstream-wise, but just blew up in the city, everybody rocking with it. Really push it. Now you do a remix for it. You put two rappers on a song. Maybe one of them is somebody everybody rock with that you know is cool, like it's safe. And then the next one, you, you put another artist on there that ain't safe, that no one is going to expect on a song. You do some shit like that, whole nother vibe. Now everybody's like, damn, they making real moves. Prime example, um, let's get it. We're featuring um Just Easy and Savage. Mike from the nine. That's safe. You put Mike from a nine on the remix, right? That's a safe bet. That's real safe. And then you put Dutchy Dash on the remix as well. 
So now you got Mike at on in his bag rapping. You got Savage that was in his bag, just easy riding the beat, perfect. And then you got Dutchy Dash closing the song out. This is the type of shit that I'm trying to see in the city. You know, everybody talking about the unity. We not together. Um, it's not a competition. Yes, the fuck it is. Hip hop is a competition. Basketball is a competition. I'm sorry. Basketball, everybody's in a unity. We can do it together. Everybody working out together, practicing together. Everyone doesn't get that scholarship. There's only one name that gets on that scholarship. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone else on your team can't get a scholarship. But the first one, the, 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 the paper, the letter is for you. Now, if the team plays well, next thing you know, everyone's getting a scholarship. The other team that you're going up against, they may get a scholarship. Some of them might get a scholarship, too. But all I know is Adam Miller from Peoria, Morgan Park right now, going to college next year is definitely dope. He just scored 53. All I know is he's out there competing. It's a unity thing. It's a team thing. He has teammates. But he knows for a fact he's going to get a scholarship offer from how good he plays. And how good he plays how good the team plays, they can get scholarship offers too. Maybe not from Kansas or Arizona. It may be a Darsmith. It may be a Bradley. It may be a St. Louis, but they're getting a look as well. That's how y'all got to treat this hip-hop shit, this music shit in the city. Yes, it's a local, it's a unity thing. Yes, we want to work together. But when all y'all sit here and say we got to come together, none of y'all say how. None of y'all give examples. None of y'all go into detail on what you mean by we have to come together. How? What does come together mean? Do that mean everyone in the city focus on you and push you? Because that's what you really want. You really want everybody to push you. You really want everybody to kiss your ass. You really want everybody to say you dope. But maybe it ain't. Maybe you not dope. Maybe it ain't the city that's lacking. Maybe you're not that good. So you have to be real with yourself and be. And hopefully your circle is real with you. To say if you're ready or not Because to be honest with you It's only maybe 15 motherfuckers here Who really Is at that point where they They can make something happen And I don't even And I think maybe it's only two or three In my opinion That If a label offered them right now They would be ready Now I'm not saying be ready to See one of the things with the city right now That I'm noticing with a lot of people here is They want something to happen Not for their career Not for their family but for them to post it on Facebook to say, I told you so. Or just to be like, see, look, such and such liked my photo. Such and such liked my photo of me posting my song. That doesn't matter. Who cares? Such and such added me on a live in our rap form. That's dope. But that don't matter. You, When those things happen, I used to do the same thing. I'm speaking for in general. When some when someone recognizes something that you're doing, you have to. The first thing a lot of us do is go to Facebook, screenshot it, and post it. That's why the whole oh this label contacted me with a contract. That's why when you when y'all screenshot that shit and then y'all post it, it's not real. It's fake. Because that's not how labels work. You're not allowed to, they're not going to send you a contract and then you're going to post it and they're going to sign you. That's not how label things work. That's not how litigation works. That's not how professionalism is carried in these contract situations. Nothing is talked about publicly until you sign. Um, And then I don't even know, half the time people aren't even allowed to talk about it because they want everybody to think they're independent. 
But back to what I was saying, it's certain ways to the rollout. It hasn't is not being valued enough in Peoria. Now, when you look at the mainstream world, yes, the rollout doesn't matter. Why? Because they have corporations that are putting thousands of dollars behind them or they're or they have such a big fan base. They don't need a rollout. J. Cole doesn't need a rollout. Meg Thee Stallion still needs a rollout. You know, this hot girl summer shit. She's going to drop a song called Hot Girl Summer. I guarantee it eventually. Maybe with Nicki Minaj on the track. But because that's her. She's been running with that thing. That's going to have a song. That's her rollout for her to drop an album. She has the song with the baby and she has Simon Says. That was on Fever. That was on her mixtape. Her mixtape dropped a couple months ago, I believe. Those songs are still are still charting. They're still making noise. She's hopping on songs. She's doing features with everybody else. She's not trying to drop another project right now because there's no point. She's still gaining momentum from her last project. When you when you put the project when you put a mixtape out or album out for Peoria, you want to build momentum from that project to the next project, and then you want to build more momentum from that project to the next project, and just keep getting everything getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The only way that happens is if you let each project breathe for a period of time, even if it's a couple weeks. But you don't want to just put that project out and that's it. You want to put that project out, maybe put a couple singles out here and there. You want to do some videos off that project, but you want to do features with people. One of the things that I'm, I'm that I don't like that I don't see. Everyone's talking about unity, but everyone's in clicks. I mean. No one's out of their element. Gizzy Jones, we need you out your element. We need you working with other people. We get it. You could rock. You could work with Rocky Liddell and Bucks. That's your element. Them your friends. We need to see you get uncomfortable. We need to see you tested. We need to see you be on songs with other people and make shit more creative. Same thing with 10K. 10K's on the song with Iron Roll, so I'll give him that. That is different. But the the majority of your features is people you fuck with. Which, obviously, you're doing a feature with someone, so you want to fuck with their music. But it's all safe. And as long as you stay safe and you don't test the waters, you ain't going to know how how good you can swim. You know what I'm saying? If you if you in four foot, if you six foot and you in four foot water all the fucking time, you ain't, you safe. You know what I'm saying? You can have fun and play there. You can look good swimming and standing up and shit, playing basketball in the pool and shit. But when you get out to that 12 foot water... You got to figure out how good you are. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want to see with artists like 10K and Gizzy Jones, Tapa Wilo, King Phoenix. I want to see y'all test it. Um, with the whole Three Kings thing I was talking about, it go, it belongs, it goes to the same thing in Peoria. You know, when I put them top 10 lists out, you know what I mean? We do vote and that's the, our top 10, whether you believe in it or not. But at the same time, I want to see the top 10 work with each other. So when everybody talking about come together and all this shit, I would love to see some some people in the top 10 collab. You know what I'm saying? I would like to see um, and everyone different, but I'd like to see Passport Lewis and Iron Rose in the studio together. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear, you know what I'm saying? I want to hear Curtis and John Tell separate on their own shit. Same way Mike is out here doing songs with people. It's not a lot of features going on right now. It's a lot of clicks. Everybody who buddy-buddy with people, oh, we, let's do a song together because we friends. 
okay, let's put it out. Put it out. Either y'all gained any fans. And I, I get it, the whole feature, everyone want to charge for features and shit. I'm not going to tell another man what they can charge for or something. I'm not going to tell another man how to make money. But at some point in time, if you you holding yourself to a standard, especially right now, where hey, I'm only I'm only doing features if people pay, period. That's the only time I'm doing features. And you ain't getting no features. Maybe you need to just... You know what I'm saying? Put your ego to the side, your pride to the side, and just do your own thing and, and get go out there and network with people and, and do songs with people. It, sometimes it ain't about the money, especially right now. It ain't really, it's really not about the money. There's no one in Peoria, um, maybe besides 10K, because that's, that's like his, his job, and you know what I'm saying? But besides him, there's no one in Peoria that's literally... Every day, all day, I'm making money off doing features. There's no one in Peoria making money off features where they're like, that's all they do. Like, you don't have a nine to five. You ain't hustling. All you doing is doing features and your own music and you getting paid off streaming. There's no one in Peoria doing it like that. So, go off on a fucking limb. Gizzy Jones and Black Efron. I like to hear them two collab. I like to hear Tapawalo and Black Efron collab. Now, if y'all don't fuck with, and eventually I'm gonna put out a dream project where or a list of names where I want to see these guys work with each other. Now, if y'all don't think they dope, you know what I'm saying, or y'all don't fuck with their music and y'all don't feel y'all need to do that, that's cool. Then I don't want to see a whole bunch of statuses from a whole bunch of rappers complaining about the city need to come together and fuck with each other. Because I see Roy, I see Roy Bowles, Bills. On a lot of statuses telling everybody, hey, bro, fuck with me, bro. Hey, bro, fuck with me on the music tip. Hey, bro, let's fuck with each other on the music tip, bro. I see a lot of that shit. Niggas ain't doing it. But they be the ones complaining about not getting looked at a certain type of way or not getting appreciative the certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? Even the older rappers, man, where the fuck y'all at, man? Some people might stop rapping. They want to give the other little niggas advice and shit. But I, I still want to hear King Chrome music. You know what I'm saying? K Hill's active. I still want to hear I still want to hear what K Hill's bringing to the table. DJ Richardson, he's active. I like to see what he's doing as well. There's a lot of guys out here that are active. Um, and we just have to collab more, man. I think that's where I am at where I'm at with it when it comes to the city needs to come together. We need to just collab more. It ain't really about, you know, people feeling a certain type of way about a list because if an exec comes here right now and he and he says who's the top ten artists in the city, not asking me, but just asking general, and your name ain't on there, you gonna feel a certain type of way. Always, that don't mean the city's built off hate or anything like that. It's never been that, especially when it comes to what I do. They never hate. It's it is a competition, man, because everyone can't make it. There's billions of rappers, millions of rappers in the in the world. All of them aren't going to make it in the industry. There are probably thousands of rappers signed. There's only hundreds of them we hear. So it's it's always a competition. And the farther you go up in the industry and everything, not even just it's the reason why you have A list, B list, C list celebrities and all that shit. But the higher you go up in the industry, the fewer people is going to be there at the next step. It always becomes less and less and less. That's why when you look at 
the three kings in the industry now, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, you're looking at Diddy, Hove, Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? You, especially Diddy and Hove. That's kind of Hove being one. That's what you're going up against. You know, think Hove, when the Hove started, it was a lot of it was a lot of rappers, man. I'm sure he can tell stories of who many rappers it was. And then five years later, it was less. Five years later, it was less. Not less rappers in general, but less rappers on his level. And at each level he got higher, it was fewer and fewer. That's that's the same thing in, on a local tip, man. So me and Vontae will touch on more of that later, but I just wanted to put that out there for everybody to see. That's where I'm looking at with the unity thing. You know what I'm saying? The Peoria artist rollouts, man. We have to have better rollouts. Um, we just can't make a status every day saying five days, four days, three days, two days, one day's album out. Share it four or five times a week. You know what I'm saying? Then, oh, no music next week. Can't do it that way, man, because it's it's not... This, we're in a we're in a society now where we do have short attention spans. Yes, that is true. But if you can get something to stick, that's what matters. And I don't think we're giving locally. I don't think we're giving enough artists the chance to stick because they don't believe in the music enough. Like when you talk to a lot of artists, I talk to a lot of artists, man, and I'm like, yeah, this project dope, bro. I like what you're doing on here. Man, you should, my man, the next shit I got coming, bro. Focus on what this is. You already talking about what you got next. That's fire. Focus on what this is because this right here might be the one. So I like to see everybody just do four packs. If I was an artist right now, I would put out. We got four quarters in a year. I will put out like EP between January and March. I'll put out a four song pack. I would push it. I will push that that movie videos, all those things that I said earlier in this podcast. I will push that in April and May. And then June, I'll put another four pack out. Do the exact same thing. And then September, I'll put a whole another pack out. Right? I, I will put another pack out. So now I just put out 12 songs. I, I didn't put out 12 songs in a year. And I got six videos out and I got two, three remixes and then whatever features you do. You know what I'm saying? You 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 got 12 songs that are yours and you featured on 10 songs and you got six videos that are yours and then four videos from other people. That is an amazing catalog for a year. And, and what I just named, said financially is not even that expensive to do. Six songs, six videos in a year, 12 songs, definitely can get done. A lot of y'all make 12 songs in a session. I mean, four songs in a session. You definitely could do it like that. And then the top of the next year, you, you whatever y'all, you, whatever y'all metrics is, I don't know how y'all move, which y'all paying attention to that, but whatever your, your best song is, your highest streaming song or the biggest song of last year. You put that song on your mixtape or your project at the end. Just throw it on there because it's going to help the streaming numbers. Throw that on there and you record it. So the whole time while you're putting out them packs, you you recording an album for the following year. You're putting out packs, not even of all these songs are A+, but they B+, B-. minuses. Got a couple of features here and there. Just putting a couple sounds out there to figure out what people fuck with and stick, and then you recording an album. So then January come, 
February hit, you drop a whole mixtape, 15 songs. So then that whole year, all you and so then after you drop that project, for that next three, four months, you're not even in the studio. You just networking and you pushing that project. The only time you go into the studio is if people want to feature and then you charge because you ain't even fucking with the studio right now. That's not even your vibe right now because all all the money you making that you want to put towards music is going into promoting. So what I'm saying is you put that album out in February, right? So now you know South by Southwest is in March. So now you you got a you got a whole mixtape out. So now you hitting up trying to get on a festival stage for South by Southwest. Now you going down there. Now you ain't even worried about going to a studio. So now you what you doing? You making merch. You know what I'm saying? You putting your music, your mixtape on USBs. You making sure it's streaming. You setting up interviews and radio and all that. You doing all that. You getting a camera crew to come with you. You paying for all the other shit to go to South by Southwest to perform. Do a vlog, do a docu-series right there, shows and shit. So the rest of the year, you doing shows. Mind you, the year before that, I didn't say nothing when I said those four packs. I said nothing about doing shows because you don't need to do shows that year. You want to you want to do shows off your your mixtape. Now you creating a ten minute set. Now you make create a ten minute set, create a twenty minute set, create a thirty minute set, and then create a forty five minute set of music to perform. So now. Whatever slot you can get at any show, you can get booked. Whether you pay, getting paid for the show or you or you not, you prepared. You got a you got a, a selection of music for all of them, and then you got merch as well. So the rest of the year, you pretty much you set. And then once summer hit, in the summer, then you hop back in the studio. So from February to August, all you doing is focusing on that mixtape. And that's a real push. That's a real rollout in 2019 that you could do where it's not a my, my no notice. I didn't say nothing about sharing it on tagging a million people a day. I just said none of that. And this is why Kojak should be a manager, because these type of things I think about. But yeah, man, make sure y'all rates. We're going to get off. Man. It's been an hour and 14 minutes. Um, mind you, I'm recording this at midnight, by the way. But um, make sure y'all rate, subscribe, and review the podcast on Follow Up Podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, not SoundCloud, excuse me, Spotify. Really push that Spotify and iTunes for sure. Triple Double and No Assist Podcast as well, coming very soon. We got more content for that. Um, my 10 days of my vacation at the end of this month, I will be, hopefully, I'm, I'm going to try to knock out eight episodes of the show I'm doing and start to edit that process. I had that ready by the end of September. Or um, November, probably Thanksgiving Day will drop it. But um, I'm looking forward to all that, man. I uh, appreciate everybody tuning into this episode. It's very different, just me. Um, but I definitely like these type of more intimate episodes where I can just get my thoughts across to everybody. But appreciate everybody tuning in. We definitely gonna end this show with another um another local track. I don't know what yet, but whatever I play, I play. But uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. Um. This is dropping Monday or Tuesday of this week. Thursday, I'm doing a podcast with Vontae. That episode will be dropping Friday or Saturday. So make sure y'all stick around. We're going to give y'all two episodes this week for sure. And then after that, one a week probably. But I appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, Kojak underscore follow up on all social media as well. 
And uh, we out. God bless. Follow, follow up podcast. Just me. I've been knocking and calling. I've been waiting so patient. I set out through the storm and I kept my feelings inside. I was not finna bother. I was not finna question why so much time with no father. I heard you worked in your ways, a mysterious fashion. I was told I should watch when I wanted shit. I was asking for if they fell from my face. It was cause of my passion. I had my hopes on the future while scars bled from my past. And we said prayer while wishing. You were listening indeed. Fingers itching, we find a mission for shit that we need. Said you forgive us for sinning. Somehow we all of your seeds. But at the hands of my brothers, I die for money and greed. This can't be life, and if it is, help me. See, I don't understand how good hood and evil wealthy. While we just wanna see our pockets and our kids healthy. This can't be more than we deserve, and if it is, tell me. I gotta know. Don't shoot me yeah. down. Don't shoot me down. Don't silence me. Don't silence me. I wanna be. I wanna be. All I can be. All I can be. Don't shoot me down. Don't shoot me down. Don't silence me. Warner viewers, what you're about to see is a disturbing video of this police officer shooting and killing this 17-year-old. So don't shoot me down. 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 Don't silence me. Don't silence me. I wanna be. I wanna be. All I can be. All I can be. So don't shoot me down. Dash cam video from the police vehicle. Uh, he is lying there on the street right there, uh, and uh, the uh, police officer Jason Van Dyke, 37 years old, shoots shoots him. Uh, or the ground. Uh, the uh, the uh, video shows that he goes over there and uh, and shoots him uh, some more. Actually, to watch this, uh, we're going to continue showing the video. Rap, motherfuckers. Follow up. Follow up.